Okay, you ready? Sure. Hello, Jasmine. Hello, boys. <laughs> my name is... <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Andres. Hey, how's it going? And what's my name? Um, We don't know anymore. Okay, all right. <laughs> my name is Hugo. Um, oh, yeah. Hello, everyone. Hello. Uh, and welcome to Watching the Movies. Welcome. Uh, okay, so let me just quickly, like, explain the premise of the podcast. Um, Jasmine. Yes. Uh, you used to watch movies. You used to like movies. Mm-hmm. Back in, like, 2010, 2011. Excuse me. And then you stopped. I'm going to try to reignite that love within you. And force you to watch movies every week and talk about them on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds right. Are you liking movies now? Then? We're, uh, we're a bit into it now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she just shrugged, by the way. Um, Does it feel like a chore because you're forced to watch them? Uh, like homework. <laughs> is, that, is homework a chore? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and this, you were the opposite of Jasmine. You don't care about movies until about like 2016, right? Yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. And now you're trying to improve yourself. Yeah. I like movies, and I'm trying to become in like with movies. You know what I'm saying? In love? In like. In like? That's the joke, He's you know? I don't get it. it. Like you tell someone I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. no. right. I've never had to do Cut. No, I just, I don't. <laughs> I've just never fallen in love, so I've never <laughs> t- said that. Yeah, we've never had to experience that uh, situation. Yeah. This uh, is going to be a great one, guys. Yeah. Anyway, with all that out of the way, Jasmine, what movie are we watching today? Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Hello, I'm Howard Mirziak, founder and president of Lacuna Incorporated. Why remember a destructive love affair? Here at Lacuna, we have perfected a safe, effective technique for the focused erasure of troubling memories. In a matter of hours, our patented non-surgical procedure will rid you of painful memories and allow you a new and lasting peace of mind you'd never imagined possible. This is a hoax, right? I assure you, no. Is there any risk of brain damage? It's on a par with a night of heavy drinking. Nothing you'll miss. Spoilers, of course. So, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is directed by Michelle Gondry. The screenplay is by Charlie Kaufman, and the story is by Charlie Kaufman, Michelle Gondry, and Pierre Bismont. Bismut. Um, just quick, uh, sort of like filmography of these guys. So Charlie Kaufman wrote, uh, being John Malkovich. Let me know if you've seen any of these movies, Jasmine. Being John Malkovich, uh, adaptation. Uh, keep going. Yeah, hold up. <laughs> he, uh, wrote and directed, uh, Synecdoche, New York. And he wrote and directed Animalisa. Any of those movies? Never. None of them. None of them. <laughs> what about you, Andy? Uh, no, I have mm-hmm. that New York one and the puppet one downloaded on my computer for years now, though. Being watching. <laughs> I have not seen them yet. Yeah. Um, and then Michelle Gondry directed uh, Be Kind Rewind. Do you know that one? I think with Jack Black. With Jack Black. I Is that like a I've Blockbusters thing? Yeah. yeah. I've seen it once. And he also. A long time ago. <laughs> he also directed The Green Hornet with Seth Rogen. Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah. You asked me if Michelle Gondry ever directed anything noteworthy you think those are no um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it stars jim carrey kate winslet kirsten dunst mark ruffalo and elijah wood i always want to say kristen but it's kirsten 
Uh, yeah, and then Mark Ruffalo and Elijah Wood. Very young versions of them, right? It was released in the U.S. in March, on March 19, 2004. How old were you guys then? What year? 2004? Yeah, March 2004. No, March 19. I was in fourth grade. So you were in fourth grade. Ten years old. Ten years. Right? Because I was born in 94. Yeah, I was nine. And I was... Uh, Five. Four. Wow. March, yeah. Wow. Yeah, damn. And we're all in our 20s then. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> uh, uh, it grossed seventy-four million on a budget of twenty million, which is pretty good. Yeah. At the seventy-seventh Academy Awards, it was nominated for Best Actress for Kate Winslet and Best Original Screenplay, which it ended up winning the Oscar mm. for. Um, oh, at the Golden Globes, that's what my little notes are. I can read it. At the Golden Globes, it was nominated for Best Motion Picture, Comedy, or Musical. Any objections to that? No. Musical? Comedy or musical? Comedy or musical? I mean... I think it's because they had Jim Carrey in it. Yeah. That's why they nominated it like that. Uh, best screenplay, best actor in a comedy or musical for Jim Carrey, and best actress in a comedy or musical for Kate Winslet. So what do you need to do to be nominated for a musical? You need to be a musical. Is this musical? No, it's a comedy. Oh, there's... Combining them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got confused. I thought it was like you got nominated for a comedy... And also got nominated as a musical. Oh, no, no. Okay, I understand that. I understand <laughs> that. Um, it has a 93% Rotten Tomato score and a 94% audience score. Pretty pretty similar. Yeah, that never really happens. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, here's the critics' consensus. It says, propelled by Charlie Kaufman's smart, imaginative script and Michelle Gondry's equally daring directional touch, uh, directorial touch. Eternal Sunshine is a twisty yet heartfelt look at relationships and heartache. I don't like the way I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded great. Moving on. Uh, Wiki. After a painful back... Oh, my God. After a painful breakup, Clementine undergoes a procedure to erase memory of her former boyfriend, uh, Joel, from her mind. Oh, my God. And my handwriting is so bad. When Joel <laughs> discovers that Clementine is going to extremes to forget uh, their relationship, he undergoes the same procedure and slowly begins... To forget the woman that he loved. Uh, okay, I watched this movie when I was fourteen, and I was like, like exactly like six years ago, no, seven years ago actually. Oh my god. Anyways, I, when I was like starting to get into movies, and I saw this. I think this was on a list of Watch Mojo. It was the Watch Mojo video, and it said top ten underrated movies, and I downloaded most of them, and this was on there, and I watched it on the trip. To Florida, I watched it on a little small TV. Uh, TV. Cramped. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking about the little DVD players. Yeah. Um, and then Gerardo, our, our, our uncle, mm -hmm. uh, he likes movies, but he doesn't like care for anything art, artistic. Sure. Uh, he like, I was watching it when we were at a rest stop or something, and he comes to our car. He's all like, "What are you watching?" And I said the title. I go, "Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind," and he goes, "Ugh." Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So that's my history. I loved it. I was 14, though. And, uh, you know, who knows if I understood it. I didn't really understand it. Anyways, Andres, do you want to talk about You've seen this movie before. Uh, yes, I have. Do you want to talk about your uh, first time watching this, your experience? Yeah. So the first time I watched this was either four or three years ago. I don't remember exactly when. But I had just gone over. Over? No. I had just gone in a pretty serious breakup. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I would want to sure. phrase that. But, yeah, I was in a long 
long-term relationship and we broke up and i instantly like watched this movie and it absolutely like destroyed me i was super depressed and watching it again kind of brought all that back <laughs> it was oh, no. yeah <laughs> it, it was such a downer yeah, I recommended you watch it, right? I think so. Yeah, well, I think that might have been. Wow, a mistake. You, you, you really hit Andy, I guess. <laughs> but you know, this is, I absolutely love this movie. It's probably one of my top three favorite films of all time. Nice. Um, yeah, I haven't seen this since I was fourteen. I saw it like three times when I was fourteen. I actually showed Daniel this movie. Um, your your brother. Yeah. He uh, I he was he stayed over one day and I just put on the movie for him. Nice. And forced him to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, Jasmine, what were your expectations? You didn't watch this movie. No, I already. That's what were, what were your expectations? <laughs> how it goes with me. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get into that, I just remember uh, uh, a memory. I was telling my brother, I was watching this movie, and he was like, why are you trying to get into those art film movies? I bet Ugo told you about it. I, I so just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't remember I showed it. I, I guess I not. not. <laughs> Uh, was that the first time you watched it or recently? Uh, the first time I watched wow. it. Wow. He told me that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Man. And then Danny recently watched this and he was like, wow, that was a really good movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's like slowly getting into movies. Right? Yeah. He's, yeah. He's liking movies now. What were your expectations? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say. Um, you know, uh, you guys said it was going to be a sad movie. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> It's melancholic. I don't think it's that way. <laughs> I was in, I was expecting it to be more like like sad, a like, like a like a downer. <gasps> yeah, like, like I was expecting. It's it's not really that. And maybe I just can't relate to it because you've never been in a relationship. And I'm bitter, and I don't believe in <laughs> love. And like, yeah, perhaps that's his fault for that's their fault for you know falling in love. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, but I I enjoyed it. It was it didn't go the direction I thought it was gonna go. I mm. thought the story was gonna be told like, um, like I guess in memories because I kind of knew the premise so was kind of just kind of like retell their story. Yeah. But it took different turns from what I was expecting, and that was that was good. That, that was, was nice fun to watch. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> now I have to ask this: Were you confused? Um, at the uh the first what fifteen minutes? Yeah, I was like, oh okay, this is not what I thought it was. Okay. Other than that, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> explain, explain. So, like, so the first what fifteen minutes, twenty minutes of the movie. Um, I feel like spoilers, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, the first fifteen and or twenty minutes of the movie is essentially like the last twenty fifteen minutes of yeah. the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you don't know that as you're watching it. I guess as you're watching it, you don't know that. But then after it cuts back to him, like, bawling his eyes and blah, blah, blah. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, so the timeline's kind of... Shifted. Yeah. yeah. But eh, it's not too confusing. Yeah. I was... Well, I was 14 again. I was, like, super confused at what was going on. Oh, you know. Off topic. Yeah. Kind of. But what really confused me, too, was that her hair color changed. And that annoyed me. Because, like, there was inconsistency. Because, <laughs> like, it was... um. Esteva, it was like um discolored yeah and then it got like when they went to her apartment or whatever it was like a brighter blue or more saturated blue mm-hmm. and i was like oh i guess this is some other time or whatever but it was more or less in the same time period i don't know that kind of confused me too because of the hair color i assumed he had dyed it or something yeah. but maybe that's just you didn't you don't watch a take video 
Uh, so the take, great YouTube channel. Really. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about it a lot. Uh, they had a video specifically on Clementine's hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might didn't watch it. Like, <laughs> it was kind of a short notice uh, episode. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but, yeah but it's not confusing. Did you like it, though? The movie? Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> what did you like about it? You know, so uh, like, okay, all right. Oh, wait, this is my cheese list. Has, Sorry. She, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... Let's see. Uh, there's some transitions that I thought were really cool. I think the editing worked a lot in the favor of this movie. Mm-hmm. It really added to kind of like make this kind of like not quite science fiction-y, but like some elements of that seem more yeah. believable in like the real world because it wasn't necessarily set in anything kind of like futuristic, but yeah. there's like this kind of futuristic procedure being done. Yeah. So yeah, I think the editing was really interesting. I also liked... Um, how it wasn't what I was expecting it to be, just to be straight and like reminiscing. You thought it was going to be like linear? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was... Uh, it kind of good. is in a way, linear. Oh, uh, yeah, actually. It, 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 it does kind of follow enough like similar beats yeah, that yeah. you can follow it. Like it starts from the end and goes to the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And I noticed... Yeah, I saw your notes. You know, so you're getting ready right here. Yeah, we all have notes today, Hugs. What, what am I this jumping is, this into? Is like the, this is like the general sort of discussion part. What'd you like about yeah. it? What? Oh, that's really. What? What'd you enjoy? I mean, the biggest thing I take away from this movie is just the, uh, the emotional impact it has on me, mm-hmm. the way it makes me feel. But you know, it is a very well acted movie. It is nice to look at, and like I also really like the editing as well. I feel like the editing for me, because this is taking place like, kind of in his memories, but kind of in the dream type state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the editing captures a lot of parts like that really yeah. well. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Yeah. And I, I really like the music in this. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Yeah. Mm, yes, I forgot. You I have that on my music. notes, but I can't understand my notes. <laughs> you, guys, <laughs> you guys are noticing uh, score now. This yeah. is great. Yeah. That's an improvement. That's <laughs> that sound is so condescending. <laughs> I, know, I don't I know. mean that what in that a way. Jerk. <laughs> You're fired. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about, you know, all those elements later on in yeah. a little bit more depth. But, let's see. Did you guys have a favorite scene? Um, it has to do, like, with the transition I thought was cool. I don't necessarily know if I had a favorite scene, so maybe you guys go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you want to go first? All right. So, my favorite scene is the memory when Clementine asks Joel if she's ugly. I'm eight, and I have these toys these dolls. My favorite is this ugly girl doll who I call Clementine. And I keep yelling at her, you can't be ugly. Be pretty. It's weird. Like if I can transform her, I would magically change too. Jolie. says please let me keep this memory mm-hmm. just this one and then the music gets distorted and sounds scary and we instantly see like joel like crawling away and it's like you know you, you see him really what's the word i'm looking for regret yeah he's really regretful in that moment and 
I feel like, you know, that's kind of like the biggest takeaway I get from this movie is like he wanted to erase all those things because at the moment he was hurt. But now that he actually had the chance and he's reliving them, he realizes that he actually wants to keep these forever because even though it is hurtful, they, they were things that he really enjoyed and they're a beautiful moment in his life. Yeah. Did I make you cry? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I love that scene. Yeah. Um, do you want me to go? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> my favorite scene is actually the first in the last scene is when they meet on the train. Hi. Sorry. I just said hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Okay. If I sit closer. How far are you going? Uh, Rockville Center. Get out. Me too. Really? What are the odds? Do I know you? Do you ever shop at Barnes and Noble? Sure. That's it. Yeah. I've seen you, man. Book slave there for like five years now. Oh. Jesus. I would thought I would remember five you. Years? It might be the hair. What might? It changes a lot. The color. That's why you might not recognize me. It's called Blue Ruin. Right. Color. Snappy name, huh? I like it. Do you like the wittiness of the, their yes. banter? Yes, and also like their like sort of instant chemistry. And I like the the that Kate is like so. I guess Clementine is her name. So uh, how pushy she is, and how it's kind of sweet, but also kind of awkward. And but it's sort of like a nice little sweet moment. Very nice. I think it's you know makes me feel warm inside. I watch it all the time on YouTube. Interesting. Uh, so, learning a lot from you guys right now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> you guys are sappy romantic. <laughs> Get out of my room. <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm going to change mine because I want to save this for later. Um, I really liked the scene where I'm trying to find one. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I know. I like the scene where Clementine goes. That's at the end when she goes back t- to find Joel after he heard her recording. So sorry. I'm sorry about all this. I'm gonna go. I'm a little confused. I don't really think I can be here. Bye. Wait. What? I don't know. What Just do you wait. want, Joel? Just wait. I don't know. I want you to wait for Just a while. Okay. Really? I'm not a concept, Joel. I'm just a fucked up girl who's looking for my own peace of mind. I'm not perfect. I can't see anything that I don't like about you. But you right will. Right now, I can't. But you will. You know, you will think of things, and I'll get bored with you and feel trapped because that's what happens with me. Okay. And they're just trying to like, because obviously they they felt something special, right? Yeah. And it's really awkward, and like, it kind of, it seems like initially they want to try and like make things something happen, right? Because mm-hmm. they both felt like that instant connection. Yeah. But they know things are gonna end poorly. Yeah. Yeah. And they just go, okay. Um, yeah, that's kind of sweet, I guess. 
<laughs> I guess. But yeah, but I liked how how awkward and kind of like anxious they felt. I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah. But I think it's yeah, it's kind of like realistic. Yeah. In in the sense that like you fumble your words and yeah. like you speak over each other and mm-hmm. stuff like that, rather than like yeah, because it was a very stark contrast to their first meeting. Like you said, it was very witty and almost kind of like instant chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. And then after they've had this really like great night together, there's this awkwardness. Mm-hmm. And then this like yeah, well, because they knew it's like a, they know it's a doomed yeah, it's great. <laughs> By the way, I love that. I love <laughs> the ending. What did you guys notice? Like the um, first things you notice about filmmaking well, elements, blah, blah, blah. I said the transitioning and also the score. I, I yeah. forgot about that. There's some interesting yeah. musical choices. So the composer of this movie is John Bryan, who's one of my favorite composers. Do you know who he is? I have no idea. Because we've, no. we've talked about him before. Because he did the score for Lady Bird. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he does very interesting scores, I feel like. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thought that would be more of like, oh. What other things? <laughs> 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 other things have you done? Uh, Punch Drunk Love. Oh, I haven't seen that yeah. one. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you something. What? I wasn't crazy about this school. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I guess that's something to like. I love the score. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is that what? Let me tell you. I took notes because I was like, what the hell. So when they first, their first meeting, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. When they're in the train, it's kind of like cartoony kind of vibes, like trumpety. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try and do it. but yeah. I'll, I'll put an example. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this is weird. <laughs> and then there was, uh, let's see. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> There's some scene and I don't know where it was, where it's yeah. kind of like Tim Burton-y times or like Pixar-y. I got some vibes. I what what's rem- the scene? I don't remember. I don't <laughs> my just went, this one scene <laughs> even describes the scene. Oh, sorry. The actual intro when I think he's in the car like crying, like yeah. after like the the like what's that thing where they put like the name of the movie and the actor stuff? Yeah, yeah. That was kind of like Tim Burton y like Pixar-esque. Yeah. Well, then there was this other scene. <laughs> And it was um, the intro to Lacuna. And that had some horror vibes, but they were like like horror movies for kids. Yeah, like Disney horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. More yeah. spooky than scary. There we go. That's, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to say something? <laughs> yeah. Weird. Sorry. <laughs> so I also took notes about that when they first... He meets with Clementine, mm-hmm. and I wrote that it sounds. I, there was the trumpet sound, and I put that it sounds mysterious but playful. Interesting. And I put that that's kind of like matches how the way she talks to Joel, because mm-hmm. like I've never met anyone like that in real life. But it's not mm-hmm. like a bad <laughs> thing. She is kind of being playful with it, but she's also like aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to meet anyone. Like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like she, says, she scares me. She goes like. <laughs> she goes like I, I'm a vindictive little bitch. Like, oh, well, how the fuck? How right? the fuck am I supposed to respond to that? We tell her, nah. She's like, you don't know me. Yeah. Like, oh, oh my I'm, bad. I'm, I'm just laughing yeah. in her face. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, nothing. <laughs> yeah. 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 
So I already talked about the score during my favorite scene, how it's kind of romantic and then mm-hmm. like it starts getting like scary. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I thought that was really cool. And then when the song that the film opens up with, it's like this uh, very slow melodic piano, mm-hmm. I think, maybe. Yeah, your guess is as good. I thought it was a guitar, <laughs> but I don't Maybe. Know. I don't, I'm not sure what it is. You're talking about the theme? The like yeah. strings? Yeah, the main theme. It could yeah, be a me, piano. Can, I'll put a example right here. Let me see. I'll just put it right here. Nope, that's not it. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that when they're at the beach or something? It's uh, when he calls her. Like, oh. You know, yeah. When like the set their second meeting, you know? Yeah, this. This is great. And I feel like that, that alone really sets the whole uh, mood for the movie. That was great. I love that. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, I just played my favorite piece of score, which is when he gets the phone call, it's like, da, 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 da. Yeah. and it's like, oh, like it makes <laughs> you, I feel like the score does a really good, j- <laughs> shut up, Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the score really like, gives the emo- like emotions and like yeah it, it, it fills it with texture of like memories that you have <gasps> you know what it does remind me of inside out <laughs> <laughs> okay <All right>. nice <laughs> <What Yeah. mean? laughs> memories yeah oh hey, yeah yeah it's in the it's all takes place in the mind yeah yeah great connection thank <laughs> you <laughs> thank you I'm, I'm very smart okay <laughs> Anyway, did you guys uh, notice anything else? I think that was it for score. There's like indie vibes to it too, right? Yeah, like uh, we, I wasn't like fully conscious back then, but like that. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of movies, indie movies in the 2000s were trying to hit like this sort of style. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know the history, but I want to believe that this is like one of the first ones. That <laughs> the Everyone wanted to uh, ride the wave. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to say this is a trendsetter. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you guys noticed? Nope. Uh, that was it for score. Yeah. I don't know if you guys want to jump into oh. it. Okay. Anything oh, else? We're talking oh yeah. okay. We're just jumping <laughs> in. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh, okay. And to take it away. All right. So <laughs> editing. I noticed a couple of cool editing things. Uh, so I already talked about how I felt the editing really made this kind of feel like a dream. And one example was uh, when Joel is, trying to freak- is freaking out, he wants to like, save clementine so she's like taking somewhere where we haven't been so they're running through the library and they like keep running and then they're like suddenly running in the street it's still the same scene and it's just like there's not really like a cut it's just very smooth like how it translates from the library Mm -hmm. to the street and i feel like that's exactly how my dreams are Mm -hmm. so that's awesome (laughs) i don't remember my dreams (laughs) um it's like that one scene where he's in the uh the bookstore. No, that's mine. Okay, okay, right, yeah, there you, you go. You no, go. You, you, talk yeah, you, you talk about <laughs> it. You talk about it. So, I don't know. Maybe it's not the same one. Go so, on. like, it's right after he sees Kate Winslow with Elijah Wood. Yeah. Right. And then he's coming back and the lights start flickering off and he enters a doorway and it transitions straight to the apartment. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Good. good. That was good. <laughs> yeah, the lights turn off and it's like, he just walks into it's It's, it's pretty... Remarkable. I have no idea how you would even edit yeah, that. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. yeah. I have something about memories to memory, erasing memories to mem- to erasing memories. I'm not sure what that is. I think that's when... The, um, <laughs> hold up, hold up. <laughs> Let them dogs calm down. Okay. 
<laughs> go on, just go. Um, so another scene, and I don't know what my notes mean. It, I have erasing memories, erasing memories, and I think that's when they were in, erasing his first memories, and he was like in the doctor's office, like his conscience, conscious self. Mm-hmm. Do you know that scene? Mm-hmm. Like and right, he sees himself. Yes, and he's yeah. like, oh, deja vu. I think that one was interesting, but I don't know why. <laughs> and then also that, that tr- the train station station scene when they were trying to run away i thought that was well when they were like things were just like oh uh, disappearing yeah. yeah 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 the visual effects in this are really great yeah. especially for like Indeed? what 16 years ago yeah actually yeah, yeah. they're really cleverly done like when she's um walking like when they break up and she's walking away and then the, a car falls yeah that's really good yeah. yeah yeah i think that's practical I think that was practical. They actually threw a car? Yeah, I think they actually threw a nice. car. Yeah, it's, it's sick. It looks pretty pretty. Yeah. <laughs> sick. Imagine being like the actor and having to walk oh. next to... <laughs> right? you know, That'd be terrifying. a scary scene that I thought was kind of scary to film when he's holding the garbage bags and he's like not paying attention and like a car almost runs in a... Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wild times before right? computers. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah. Any other editing things? Yeah. So during my favorite scene, when he's kissing Clementine, he's telling her that she's uh, pretty. Uh, there's another scene overlapping that scene. While he's kissing her, We there's another scene of Joel just like standing there in the blankets. And he like, he looks sad. And then that's when he starts begging. And then it cuts directly to him crawling through the blankets. Interesting. But that was cool how you could see the overlapping scenes. Yeah. And then... After that, it cuts off to uh, them in the ice, and they're just laying in the ice, and that's when Joel tells her that he could die. He's just really happy. Mm-hmm. And then it cha- changes location, and they're laying down in the street. And I, I, during that edit, like, from the ice to the street, like, the music just stops, and it's more jarring, and it feels, like, kind of scary. Like, and then, like, she gets, like, whooshed away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was yes, cool. yes. That's okay. a great effect. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's another. It's a super tiny scene. Um, I think it's after they had just erased his most recent memory of her, and then it transitions to them eating takeout. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know why he was lying down, but then it like flips him over, and they're sitting upright with their Chinese takeout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one was pretty. Yeah, pretty yeah, good yeah. Too. Uh, yeah. A lot of impressive uh, visual. Why do you think they went so hard on it? Because it's like Andy said, dreamlike yeah. memories. It really helps. Like, okay, yes. I This is believable. They really sold it. <laughs> so, I don't know anything about, like, choppy cuts. Mm-hmm. But um, there was one scene that was kind of like... Let me see if I can find it. Hard cuts. It, yes, hard cuts. That's what you call it. What you called it. When it transitions from the doctor's office to him being in his friend's apartment... I think it's when he's telling him that Clementine, like the reason why she erased him or something that. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's and like, then it cuts to the apartment and yeah. he's like repeating the phrase. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I was like, yeah. what? I don't know. Maybe there have been another one. I feel like there's another one I noticed, but I don't think I wrote it down. But that was one that I was like, okay, this is like a hard cut. Yeah. What do you think? What do you I think? don't know. What do you think? Because everything, there's a lot of like interesting transitions they did. Yeah. One was just very like, yeah. bam. Well, that's, we know we're in the memory of that already. And I guess, 
Is know. it a distinction between like real life versus his the, the doctor? The doc, yeah, like versus like them manipulating his brain. I don't know, cause like the doctor's office is already like pretty like mundane looking, mm-hmm. so it's, it looks like would, a sh- shitty little office. Would another part of editing be like all like the faces they would like blur out and like when yeah, he was special effects? To, yeah. Okay. Should we add special effects or should we just? Make I don't know. A lot of most of these movies don't have a lot of special effects. I don't know. Yeah. But there's that. And then when he was like trying to turn over Elijah Wood, and he, it yeah. was just his head because he didn't see his yeah. face. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice little. I like that. Yeah, and it was also very like off-putting. Yeah, the way his head would turn super fast, yeah. it looked creepy, yeah. like something mm-hmm. from a horror. A lot of the faces that he didn't recognize, and they were like just blurring into each other, like looked like horror movie stuff. Yeah. They were actually pretty scary at times. Um, oh well, you know how they say. Like how when you have dreams, like your mind just makes faces up, or like they'll just do like close approximations of it. Of like faces you've seen out yeah. on the street. Yeah. Was that what it was supposed to be like representative of, or is just like kind of disorienting for the audience to be like this kind of weird? Um, I think it was more because yeah, it's more of the first one I say, because he if he can't if he doesn't know how it looks like yeah, it's just filling yeah. the blank. I'm yeah. gonna get a little technical. No, like Deep? a little. A personal here. Whenever I try to have sex in a dream, I never had sex. Uh, (laughs) I'm just saying it on the podcast. Uh, Every time I have to, every time I try to have sex in a dream, I can't. It's like, it goes, it's like whoosh, like into one side. Like if I try to, (laughs) like it just, it's like, like it just, like a magical force preventing you. You know what? I can kind of relate. (laughs) Mine's about food. Whenever I have dreams I'm going to eat, I can never take a bite. And I wake up and I'm starving. (laughs) So I get you. (laughs) I get that hunger. (laughs) (laughs) Like that feeling, I feel like. And it it feels like that. That sort of creepiness and don't cry. (laughs) Uh, That creepiness and the sort of like the jitteries. Yeah. 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 What kind of dreams are you going to have I don't, really don't, I don't I don't re- sex dreams, man. I don't remember nah, I mean, my dreams at all. <laughs> I have a lot of dreams about like work sometimes and I'm like, why? <laughs> okay. Oh <my> gosh. <laughs> okay. Uh, were you gonna say something? No. no? You, you you kind of threw us through a loop. <laughs> yeah, through, so I have nothing kinda... to relate to this conversation right now. <laughs> we can just move on. <laughs> yeah. That might be best. Um yeah, else? yeah. No, I don't know. I don't think so. Andy. Any other editing stuff you noticed? Uh, no, I think that's... Yeah. Those were the yeah. ones that stood out for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. So, um, after the train ride, when Joel off- offers Clementine a ride, mm-hmm. and they're driving, that, and th- they're sitting in the car, the camera angle is from behind, and th- there was one time when we were talking about... Moonlight. Moonlight, and there was a similar thing, but back then, it was because... We were seeing through Tyrone. Tyrone's perspective when he was a little kid. So the camera angle was from behind because he was sitting in the back seat, and it was low because he was mm-hmm. looking up to him. And in this one, it was in the back seat, but it wasn't necessarily low, but it was really close up to their to their faces. Like their their head would take up like half of the whole screen. I don't know if I noticed that. And I wasn't sure what that was about. Because they're getting uh, more um, closer. Yeah, they're getting right. more intimate with each other, closer yeah. to each other. And then yeah. after that, the camera eventually does flip over, and we do see them from uh, the front. 
And when we do, they're driving at night, and we see the streetlights are, like, illuminating mm-hmm. Clementine, yeah. but not Joel. He's, like, yeah, staying in the in dark. The dark yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe that's, like, a show of their personalities. Because uh, she's more yeah, extroverted, I, he's more introverted. I wrote down that maybe that's, like, let me let me find it right away. I wrote down that this could be, like, a reference to how, at one point, Joel does tell Clementine that he thought he could save her. Save him, I mean. Yeah. yeah. And, like, so maybe he's seeing her as his ray the of light. light. Yeah. Light. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot more. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the way Jim Carrey delivers that line. Because she's like, look, I'm sorry. I came off kind of nuts. And he goes, I don't think you were. I don't know. Like, the movement of his eyes. It's, yeah. Yeah. Kind of adorable. That's sort of like wounded puppy. They they say that in the movie. The, that windy p- wounded puppy. Wounded. wounded <laughs> yeah. Not wounded. I hate that I can't say some words. Wound. Wound. Wounded. Is it because you're Mexican? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, so am I. But my mom can't say wood. Wood. She's a wood. 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 <laughs> wood. <laughs> Almost like good, but wood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Good. That's good. Is that it? Um, there's this other scene I really love, and it's when uh Clementine takes Joel to that frozen lake, and they're laying down by the crack that where she fell. And, like, most of the screen is, like, like, half of the screen is it's just black. Oh. Like, the sky. Mm-hmm. And then you can just see the street light. Yeah, you see the, it's, I think, car, car lights because yeah, right. they're moving forward. But you only see the cars. And it looks really pretty. It's, like, the stream of lights just going mm-hmm. past them. And at, on the ice, they're, like, angled funny. Yeah. And it's, like, the crack kind of mm-hmm. seems bigger than them, like, we're supposed to be paying more attention to the crack, I feel like. Mm. It takes up most of the screen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that was cool. I like that. That was a really pretty shot. I really like I really like the cars passing by. I thought that looked really nice. It looked very romantic. This this is very like romantic movie for such a sad movie. Yeah. I mean it's sad because of the romance, right? Like yeah. if if they weren't so good. Yeah. It wouldn't hurt so much to see them <laughs> split. Yeah. Um so Charlie Kaufman um, which I've seen a few interviews of mm-hmm. for this movie. He says that he grew up watching Hollywood movies and that sort of like romance, you know? You know what I mean? Like that classic. No. Yeah. Yeah. You no. know, like, <laughs> no. You don't watch romantic movies? I used to. What's like, what, what that? does that, that mean? My bad. That was my throat. That's guru What do you, what You know, is like this? sort of like the, the version that's presented to us in like rom-coms about falling in love. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and he says that that really like ruined him. Yeah. And Oh yeah, I relate to this guy. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like It's true. not like at all close to what real love is or what being in a relationship is. So he wanted to write a movie that was real. That wasn't like just happily ever after. Yeah. It wasn't just, oh, these two people are opposites and they make each other better. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. You know? So, um, yeah. So that's that's what he wanted. That's why it's like sad, but also romantic. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Um, with that, let's talk about the writing. That's, I really liked it. Oh, yes. I, won't, I, for, I forgot to, I forgot to <laughs> no, put no, a detail you, in you the beginning. You can't do this so anymore. It's too <laughs> late. Uh, so it's, in the what 101 top screenplays uh, for the Writers Guild of America, the WGA. Mm-hmm. So it's number 24 
Wow. Out of 101. And number 25 is The Wizard of Oz. Interesting. So, yeah. I've never seen The Wizard of Oz. Well, nah, that's What's number one? What? Number one is Casablanca. Wow. Never seen it. I've seen that <laughs> one. I saw it in history, I think. Yeah. Wild. Greatest screenplay ever written, according to the People. WGA. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Writing. Yeah. Were you going to say something? I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the storyline. I thought yeah. it was very clever. I think you know the the way that this is told uh, is pretty uh, hard. Yeah, to like write. while watching this, I was thinking, how did he just come up with these ideas? Yeah, and then like have consistency. Yeah, within them. Yeah, and also like it's kind of it's it's kind of like a high concept idea. Do you know what a high concept idea is? Sure. Yeah. Do you want to? Like I gotta be high to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) So it's like it's like I would assume a high concept would be in line with something that's kind of like uh hard to make. (laughs) I was gonna say something else, like you know, like let's say I want to invent uh something super fancy schmancy that'd be a high concept right almost unreal to the point of being unrealistic to create is that what a high concept is or am um, I incorrect? it's more like artsy a, it's more like a broad idea for a movie mm. like don't breathe you know don't, don't breathe yeah so it's kind of like no okay so it's like a, a movie where they're in a in a house with someone that's blind and they have to get out oh okay uh, that's a high concept because it's that's the it's like a very short tagline. It's like, what if you ira- could what if you could erase your memories? But it's filled with like a bunch of intimate, personal yeah. moments with characters that have complexities and stuff like that. So I think okay. that's very yeah that that that. I was wrong then. <laughs> you were. I think you were on the right track. Yeah, I was just <laughs> talking out of my ass. So <laughs> don't try to make me feel better. <laughs> I feel like you can still get high and have these ideas, so I think I was pretty right. Yeah, sure. Get out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. leave right now. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> no, the movie Get Out is yeah, a high we'll concept get out of here now. idea. You're done. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think I think that sort of like uh, crossroads of of type of movie. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. It's um, it's late. <laughs> So what I it's late. We're not filming on a day we normally film on. I f- I feel like I just feel burnt out, man. Yeah, <laughs> but we're trying our hardest. Yeah. So I feel like this movie really. Um, what you whistled? No, I've just whistled? been trying to talk. Say, what's this? I don't know how to say this in English. Um, but this movie is a type of movie you can rewatch a second time just because there's so many like hidden gems throughout it yeah. that you're like, oh my gosh, this makes sense. And yeah, 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 like once you figure out the sort of twist. Yeah, and it's 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 a really fun movie to watch twice. And I actually watched this twice. You did? Nice. Yeah. yeah same. And you, and you still thought it was me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I liked. Uh, I'll get to that later. No, go on. No, no, because that's uh, for the rating stuff. Oh, I'll okay, talk about. Right. I still enjoyed it, but um. I don't know. I thought it was going to be sadder. I don't know. I don't know why you guys... I don't... I think there's some funny parts in it. I don't necessarily think it's There are like funny parts in it. Yeah, yeah. I laugh when I watch it. Oh, okay. Um, but well, I you guys s- make it seem like... <laughs> it's but like it destroys me and I just feel <laughs> so miserable after, it, you it know? It ends like in a positive-ish note, right? Does it? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of hard know. to tell. Let's talk about that real quick. Do you think... Because obviously, like, we saw the pattern. Okay. So the take video talks about how the hair of Clementine 
represents the seasons of the year and sort of like when she has red hair it's the summer it's like filled with passion and then like when it's orange it's the fall and that's when they, you know sort of ah. yeah 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 uh what's blue yeah uh winter winter probably and what's like you know green is spring no but like was she green was it the fall yeah what was the winter in the winter what hair was the color winter winter's when they meet a lot of times winter's like if you think of it like seasonal like spring is birth and then so like summer's like adolescence a lot of like youthfulness joy oh, oh, oh. fall okay. it's like uh, more adulthood yeah, and then yeah. winter's like towards the end yeah so she has a blue hair when they break up right doesn't she also have blue hair when they first meet in the train yeah but i think that's like that's like when winter is barely like ending because she was okay. with dating with elijah wood mm-hmm. she was dating with elijah wood <laughs> yeah she they was were dating, dating the- elijah wood <laughs> <laughs> um Stop laughing so hard. <laughs> I just remembered something I said. <laughs> it was so funny. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, dating, she's dating Elijah like, Wood, and then that relationship dies. Sure. So there you go. Mm, okay. That relationship okay. was a, a sham. Uh, yeah. Because he's creepy. Do you think he's creepy? About 100%. He, is so, he 100%. steals her underwear. <laughs> he steals everything. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo laughs at it. <laughs> no, he's like, what? When yeah. he tells her he steals the underwear, he like freaks out. You don't do that. But then he goes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that's really weird, right? What? And then he starts like it? losing his, using his, uh, using Joel's words. Yeah. Yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. I don't uh, know where like, we're going uh, yeah, with yeah, the blue So, hair. like, they, it's like a cycle, right? Yeah. So, do you think that they're doomed to repeat that cycle? You know, um, I don't think this necessarily means the relationship is doomed, but maybe. And I think <laughs> that's what's supposed to be left off that. Yeah. Maybe. Do you think they're doomed to repeat it? See, I think the flaws they have with each other are totally something they could work out and, like, not even overcome, but, like, just completely like they themselves work on those issues and they won't be there anymore like what's what i'm looking for interesting they can they can better themselves if they just like look on the inside kind of like i think they have to communicate with each other and like not fight about it because there's the part where like she asks him why don't you ever talk to me he says like talking isn't communicating isn't necessarily uh, always talking yeah and she gets mad like i'm not always talking and it's like that could have totally been you know something they could have actually solved and gotten closer together mm-hmm. if they didn't turn in that direction yeah and you know i do think if they get back together they are going to turn in that direction but if they only erase their memories and they actually like keep trying eventually Maybe things can work out and they can stay together forever. Like wait, they wait, can wait. overcome those things. Can you say that if they didn't erase their memories? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they erased their memories. Yeah. So now they're back down to yeah, stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So they're going to okay. do it again. But like if they do it again and they are destined to like keep doing it and coming back, maybe they can work these things out and end up happily together. Yeah. I don't know if they necessarily will. You know. I'm gonna so, just, yeah. Not kind of related to that, but. I feel like, because there's obviously kind of like a side story. There's like a few side stories, right? And one of them is like Mary and the doctor, right? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, I think it correlates with Clementine and Joel's relationship. Because in spite of her memory being erased, Mary's memory being erased, she still has, she has this attraction towards the doctor. Mm -hmm. 
Right, in spite of that. And the, yeah. the purpose yeah. of being her memories being erased was for her to forget. But she still ended up where she was. Yeah. And the same with Clementine and Joel. Because, yeah. like, Clementine, like, feels the need to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Like, even though, like, he seems uninterested. Yeah. And it's really just because he's introverted. But, yeah. Yeah. When Mary found out about it, she decided to walk away. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, I'm not going to let this happen again. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like, uh, yeah. it's okay. Well, we can I, keep trying. I'm going to say what Charlie Kaufman thought. You know, I'm going to guess. All right. And say that he does think that they're going to repeat the same mistakes. But that love is kind of worth it to repeat. Oh. The, that sort of like. That joy and that experience is, is worth think, those mistakes. Well, you know, I feel like that's what he, I think. That's what I think he's saying. Because obviously, like when because the memories erasing stuff goes backwards, right? So like his most recent memories are very bitter, very yeah, um, and like the relationship gets better, yeah. quote unquote, gets better. But that's because I f- I don't know if that's because when you're in. I mean, I've never been in a relationship. And the beginning of the is the honeymoon phase. You see things, yeah, through rose-colored glasses, so everything's beautiful, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's what a lot of people like and expect in movies, and maybe that's what, because you said he was, like, critiquing how, like, rom-coms kind of, like, that's the word. And, yeah, they, like, only show that part, basically. And, right, and that's the part everybody likes. And in long-term relationships, it's a whole other game. Yeah, well, I I think, I don't know. I don't know much about relationships. (laughs) But apparently... You go through phases and like love and like, rough patches. And no, no, but like, like your love should like transition from being like very passionate love, which is like the early stages, to being kind of like a companionship love, yeah. where it's like a little bit more toned down, but it's like there's that, that appreciation yeah, for that yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't necessarily know if they reach that point or if they will. If they have this awareness, will they able, be able to, like Andy mentioned, like communicate mm-hmm. this in a better way? I don't know. Well, like, uh, uh, the first their first go at the relationship after the passion dies down they sort of realize that they don't want the same things and they don't yeah yeah. and they have completely different personalities and that's you know a lot of people say opposites attract i don't think that's true that's yeah that's probably not true because you know you you probably would want some like the same thing yeah at the very least and she wants children and by the way, I think that's a bit of a contradiction where like she's like, I want to live my life to the fullest and like get drunk and drive cars and, you know, and stuff. Have a baby. And also have a baby. And I think that's kind of like, interesting. You know, yeah, it's an, a, an interesting contradiction to that. But he he wants to stay inside. He doesn't like going to parties. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want kids, <laughs> probably. I assume. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. 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 And then obviously that, that leads to a lot of tension. Yeah. Uh, but what I think. It is. So the the meeting that we see in the train, it's not their actual first meeting. The actual first meeting is in the beach house, right? Yeah. And in that... Oh, you know. What? Keep going. Okay. So in, <laughs> in the beach house, uh, it it's kind of like... It's... What am I saying here? It's... 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 That it is. I can agree um, with that. Like he, they're kind of, it's a little bit more weird. It's a little bit more whimsical, probably, than than the than the train meeting. It it like he even like makes fun of her, of her name, right? Yeah. She's like, oh my darling, oh my darling, um, and then he's like, I think your name is magical, and you know he's with Naomi, he's mm-hmm. with another woman, and he's just yeah. like, oh my god, this this girl is gonna take me, sweep me off my feet, and, yeah. and help me, um, and in the original one. 
that he sort of he does make fun of her like he doesn't have the ability to make fun of her it's, it's like more grounded in reality and the, then the time that they meet it met at the beach house and they're like let's stay at the beach house you know yeah it's like the the train is like do you want to get drinks blah 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 you know so so i think it's like it starts off in a healthier way this time than it did last time yeah so i think right. it, yeah add an epiphany yeah and it kind of it's gone <laughs> no no but it might contradict what you just said Go ahead. so um when it's his very last memory that's being erased he's talking about you know i wish i'd stayed here that night but i was scared and when you'd said something like, let you, okay, go, like you said, it would such disdain. I wish I would have done things differently, right? Yeah, I wish I, I stayed. Yeah, and I think that ice scene is supposed to be symbolic of how things are different this time because he actually did end up staying in spite of him being scared and worried. Yeah. He decided to embrace it and then... And call her. Yeah. So I think that's supposed to be indicative that the relationship is going to be different. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't yeah. contradict what I said. I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> she wasn't even listening. You don't she worry. Got, yeah. I was like, mine so. was all over the place. And that's, that was more clear cut. Yeah, that was yeah. good. That was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this time, she's the one in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was funny when she yelled at Elijah Wood, by the way. Shut up. I don't know what you should Get said. the fuck away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that uh, a lot. Yeah. Why he really he, deserved it, man. Yeah. Why do you, so, obviously, like, it's because like she gets that because he's starting to use like his words and she's like this, this feels really weird mm-hmm. like it put, off puts her but like why else do you think she doesn't like him? Because he's uh, weird, a creeper. Yeah, he's he's pretty creepy guy. <laughs> is it just Elijah Wood or is the way? <laughs> what was up with those? Um, what are they called? Those thingies, those sideburns. <laughs> weird. Sorry. I think that's just him. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's yeah. not picking Elijah Wood anymore. <laughs> you know what's weird? I was thinking about this. Not weird, but like at the time, like I mean, I guess Kate Winston's still pretty kind of predominant, but like Jim Carrey, all of those actors were really predominant, yeah. and now like the one who's most predominant is it's Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah. Kristen Dunst, by the way, she looks younger now than Mark Ruffalo, but are they the same age? They might be the same age, <laughs> right? Because like, how old is she now? He's like in his fifties. How old is Kristen then? She's probably... Is she 30? No. 38. Yeah. How old is... Man, there's a kind of an age gap there, huh? Yeah. Nah. Which is... You... In this movie, they look like the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo aged a lot in you know years, what? man. My mom saw this movie and she's like, oh, Ruffalo does look like Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I'm skinny. Yeah. Yeah. And with yeah. glasses, especially. And, w- and hopefully if I don't go bald. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and you kind of like talk like him because he kind of like has a tendency to, to like mumble a little bit. Fuck too. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I've told the story of, of like the, the dental hygienist. Hygienist? Hygienist. Fuck me, man. <laughs> um, and uh, I was 15 and she's like, you look like Mark Ruffalo. She had to groom you. <laughs> like looking back, it's kind of a weird interaction because she, she was Not in her kind of t- <laughs> she was in her 20s yeah probably i assume maybe 30s um and she was like you look like mark ruffalo and i'm like oh okay like, that's a good thing he's very very handsome oh nice nice <laughs> nice nice thank you <laughs> thank you lady <laughs> thank you old lady <laughs> <laughs> oh god 
I remember when, like, back five years ago, I thought 20-year-olds were super old. Well, I, yeah. so, I think I'm pretty old. <sighs> no, you're not old, Andy. <laughs> you're young. You're younger than me. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck were we talking Writing. about? Writing. Oh, Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> oh, we're talking about him, yeah. Yeah, let's just get into the acting. So let's get into the acting a bit. Uh, have you ever seen Jim Carrey in a dramatic performance? Before this? No, but you know, there's this one scene where he's like yelling and he sounds just like the Grinch. <laughs> Which one? I don't remember. He's like walking. Ah, I don't know what he says. And I was like, hey. It's because I'm green. <laughs> <laughs> um, No, I don't think I've ever seen Jim Carrey in. No. A lot of. This is a very like toned down performance. What other serious roles does he have? He did Man of the Moon? Nope, mm-hmm. I have not seen that. The Truman Show? The Truman Show? Uh, I haven't seen that either. I mean, I've never more, seen it, but... You've know. never seen The Truman no, Show? No, but I feel like it's... We, uh, gotta, we gotta watch that at some point. Man. <laughs> oh, fantastic. It's, um, it's more of a comedic performance, I'd okay. say. Yeah. I mean, you see, like, his over-the-top performances, yeah. so... But this is, like, super, like... Sad. Like, he's playing an introvert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. not him at all. That's not him at all. <laughs> he does but a great job. But he fits job. it so does, well. Especially... Like, yeah. You know what's weird? Because even though he's, like, really tall, he, like makes himself not small. be seen yeah, yeah small and that's great that's yeah. great that he like um caught that and like yeah part of being like introverted is kind of like going like that making like, yourself yeah. small making, yeah. yeah uh so i've talked about how like joey king and the kissing booth too how dramatic actors don't usually do well in comedy but comedic actors do very yeah, well yeah. in drama and this is because jim carrey is so like uh what's the word expressive, I'm expressive with his whole body and his mm, face. Yeah. Um, and he's very like physical. His f- the physicality of his performances yeah. are always like super over the top. And because he has that control, he can like dial it down to mm-hmm. the point of like going to the opposite end of the yeah. spectrum. And he could add all these subtleties yeah. with his eye movements. and yeah. Like that. yeah. 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 Even the way his hair would fall. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if that was him, but it made him. Yeah. Well, the way he adjusted his hair. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Great, great, yeah. great representation of an introvert uh, yeah. by an extrovert. By an extrovert, yeah. yeah, wild, not wild, but very well done. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I really relate to him here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. wish. I think. I, I think. I, in my mind, I want to be like him, but I know I'm not. <laughs> I'm not like that. I don't think. What do don't you mean? say anything, Jeff. I'm not <laughs> like nice. <I'm> just <laughs> <laughs> like that sort of shy and introverted and closed off. That's like. Maybe Andy. Yeah. Danny. I feel like a lot of, a lot of things he says, I feel like, oh man, that's me. <laughs> I don't do anything interesting. <laughs> no. uh, you know what? There's one line very early on where it's like, Oh my god, that's me. And it's when he's at the diner and he looks at Clementine, he's like, Why do I fall in love with any woman who pays the least bit of attention to me? That's all of us. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I hate oof, everyone. That, that, that's me, man. No, I'm just kidding. I said, oh, this guy wants to murder me. Don't <laughs> 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 you get that? You never know. No, you don't. Yeah, it's scary out there. I don't think that's everyone, man. I feel like, you know, there's people who are a little more you know confident right. and they're not, they're not thinking that necessarily. They're thinking like, they want me. I don't want them, you know? You but know for him, what? it's more like, yeah. Like, like I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Like, why yeah. do I like make these fantasies yeah, of these yeah, women that yeah. I can never date? Or like, there, yeah. there's this other scene where he's like, I can't even make eye contact with a stranger. How am I gonna fall in love? Or, yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually really relatable too. Yeah. So you just don't. Oh my love. god, that's me. Yeah. That's hashtag relatable. <laughs> hashtag relatable. Yeah. 
Um, oh, by the way, just really quick. So this is an era before phones. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to mention <laughs> that. Very interesting that you have to, you drive have to carry a lot of stuff. Yeah. And like you have to carry your notebook and your, you know, <laughs> if, you, if you want a little bit of Music, entertainment. Music, you need to get some well, tape recorder. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, imagine living like that. Maybe. God. People live like that. <laughs> Fuck, man. Wild. Yeah. So we talked about, about Jim Carrey and all that stuff. Jim Kate. Kate Winslet. She won. She was nominated for. How white wasn't um, Jim Carrey nominated? Uh, uh, they looked down a lot in comedic performers. Mm-hmm. It's like sort of the reason why Aquafina wasn't nominated. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I think she did a good job. I mean, I don't think she did a good job. I just really didn't like Clementine's character. <laughs> Go on, Jasmine, spill that tea. She was annoying. <laughs> oh my gosh, I did not like Clementine. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Do you know? Do you know what a manic pixie dream girl is? Oh yeah, of course. Everyone does, right? Do you know what? Yeah. I don't think yeah. she's the embodiment of this, though. No, I'm just asking. Like, that's what I was. Thinking. I know a lot of people yeah. compare or when they make, compile a list. It's her and then Zoe Deschanel in Five Hundred Days. Yeah. Um, and I feel like she's, she's kind of grating. Like annoying. Like I feel like, like a lot of times. I not that I've seen a lot of movies with manic pixie dream girls, but I feel like they paint them as like being perfect and super sweet, or like kind of yeah. like an anime, it's, like the really sweet kind of it's, character. Yeah, it's like Kristen Dunst in Elizabeth Town. That's like when the term was coined. Mm. And you know what that movie is? No, it's I know with Orlando, Orlando Bloom, Bloom is there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, Natalie Portman and Garden State. Mm. Like oh, because they're supposed to like help. The yeah, character, the depressed something. young white guy, right? And this wasn't it, right? For her, which is, I, I think she portrayed her in a really great way, but I just didn't like Clementine. You think? Well, it's because she, I mean, she has a lot of flaws. Yeah, and which I, I mean makes her a really a great relatable character because she's not trying. You relate to, to her, be, but you hate her. <laughs> I don't necessarily relate to her, but I, I think she's painted as a more realistic character, Person, right? Yeah. She's not eccentric for like the sake yeah. of being eccentric. That's just who she is, and she also has these flaws. Like she drinks. She's maybe irresponsible. She's yeah. not grounded. Yeah. But it helps paint a more realistic picture rather than like other manic pixie dream girls who are just yeah. maybe one toned, yeah. one dimensional. I don't think she's a manic pixie dream girl either, and I think people call her that because of the blue hair. Because I of the you. colored hair. Yeah. yeah. And she says it in the in the beginning. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Okay, she says that she says that that uh, guys fall in love with the idea of her, mm-hmm. like injecting excitement. And that's like what a manic pixie dream girl does. Um, and she's all like, "But that's not me. If you're gonna be with me, you're gonna be with me. I'm just a fucked up girl looking for my own peace of mind." And she yeah. says that twice. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I relate to that. Man. You're a manic pixie dream girl. I'm a manic pixie dream girl. Or people mistake you for a manic pixie dream guy. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's that second one. It's yeah, I'm probably going to cut this, this out. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I would be attracted to a manic pixie guy <laughs> because I feel like, oh, man, I'm such a He's boring not gonna leave person. You. No, but like I need uh, some, somebody. Excitement. But then I'm like, they're going to get bored of me because I'm like, do you want to go out? Nah, I just want to stay home. <laughs> You're going to be Joel. Yeah, I'm going to be Joel. Yeah. I, out of these characters, I, I obviously relate more to Joel because I'm yeah. an introvert. But I, I don't think I'd find Clementine uh, appealing. <laughs> If I was a guy. Like, you wouldn't, like, go out with her? No, she seems too much. Like, I, I can't keep up with that. Yeah, and I said, like, I, I wouldn't like that, the way that she, uh... Introduces like that, herself? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that brutal. That would terrify me. Yeah. yeah. I have had people introduce themselves wow. to, like, like that to me. You're Joel and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's Kate Winslet performance. Great. I Great. loved it. Mark Ruffalo? Great. Yeah. Hey, he 
I feel like that's just him. He's just great. <laughs> yeah, Probably. It's just that's just him. And that's his great in it as well. Yeah. She, I, I like that in her scene when she's crying and stuff. Yeah, it's we like Sandpaper. I love seeing people cry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's. It. I think that's about all the performances that we yeah. should talk about. Elijah Wood was creepy, etc. He did a good job. Yeah, he did a great job. I, I hate him. Yeah. yeah, good job. Uh, yeah. He made me uncomfortable. He's a <laughs> of like a those like what's it called slimy little man. Yeah. What do people say? Uh, slimy, slimy oh, little yeah. man. Yeah, he did a really <laughs> good job at that. Uh, there's that one scene where Kristen Dunst is all like talking about the book of quotes or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, "What's that?" And then you know, uh, he's she's the like doctor, whatever would be on it. He's like, "Yeah, it's totally name of the book or whatever," you know. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. douchebag, yeah. You know, actually, sitting here <laughs> trying to fit in, but he's not doing a good job. No. Um. Okay, let's have. Cinematography. Jesus Christ! I was trying to read that off my notes, and I was like, "It's a cinema." <laughs> Cinematography. Um. I'll start. So there was this one scene I thought was uh, shot dynamically. I don't know if that's the right word. It's going to be a long ass episode. I know. We're like already at the hour mark. Yeah. Right? Hour and five. Okay. Let's speed through it because I want to go to sleep. <laughs> I need a shower and I did an exercise today. So that first scene, I think it's the first, the most recent memory with Joel. And they're like arguing she had just like messed up his car. I like the way it was like following them. Right. Around because I guess it's like an argument. So I guess it kind of like portrays that in a good way i don't know much of cinematography yeah but yeah that's the one thing i noticed and this um i talked about that one with the camera angles that i thought was interesting and that one scene with the ice that i thought was really beautiful yes mm-hmm. those were the ones that stood out to me i, I don't yeah. know if i remember any other ones a lot of handheld throughout the movie right yes okay maybe that's that's what i liked about that um, arguing scene that was like a very handheld one, mm-hmm. so it was very intimate, and yeah. you were right there in the argument. Yeah, and I feel like that's a lot. Like even when he just took the drug to go to sleep, and he like falling, and the camera mm, sort of like follows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you think they did that? Why do you think it's a lot of handheld? Because it's a personal. Because it's an yeah, it's very intimate. Yeah, maybe I think it's like because the dream shit is so wild, that wild. That's like that's supposed to ground it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. That's another thing, yeah. It's just speed, we're speeding through it, you know. <laughs> uh, editing, we already talked about, I think, plenty. You know? Yeah, we did a lot uh, of editing. And directing. Good job. Good job. I don't <laughs> ever know what to, to comment. Yeah. Right now, I don't know what to comment. He knew either. the vision he had in mind. He knew, he wrote it, and he was like, this is how I want it portrayed. Yeah. He did a really good job because okay. it made sense. I just want to talk a little bit, a little quick story. No, no. So, you know, the, the, <laughs> the scene with the elephants? Uh, yeah, when it's like snowing. Yeah, so like that. I don't know if it was snowing, but that scene was improvised. So th- they just like, they were like chilling and they see this sort of, uh, what is that called? A parade oh, going sure. by. Yeah. And then they're like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's, let's shoot it right here right now. Um, and then they like, they just filmed the actress having fun. And then uh, eventually they just like take out Kim- Kate Winslet and they like, they don't tell Jim Carrey. And he's like looking around. He's actually looking around uh, for okay. her. And he, he said that he was about to say Kate, Kate, you know, but then he just said, he's like, oh, shit, this is yeah. part yeah. of the climb. <laughs> yeah. So, nice little story. I love when Yeah, you, that's yeah. nice. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Very sweet. I heard Jim Carrey talk about that in, like, uh, some interview. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think Michelle Gondry did a very good job. I'm very surprised he hasn't done anything 
noteworthy since it happens. Oh, by the way, Jim Carrey had another story <laughs> where in the beginning, when when he was meeting up to do the movie, the uh, he was like super depressed and stuff, and then Michelle Gondry went, "Oh, please don't change. You're so beautiful, <laughs> so broken." <laughs> Uh, anyways that's great yeah uh, yeah what would you guys change any negatives um I'm ready for this one <laughs> <laughs> so my one thing that I would change is just the ending I think it should have just ended with them like laughing when they're like uh, at the in the hallway in his apartment and they're just kind of like okay instead okay. of like they're running in the snow yeah I don't I, was like, I, don't, I don't like this I think it have <laughs> been better just with them laughing yeah. so the symbolism of that is like they're running into a future they don't know mm. so that's like the symbolism of that shot interesting yeah i mean i don't think that needs to be reinforced i think that okay yeah. kind of already that's, applies it. that's true but it's a nice little moment with the music and stuff sure yeah that's my one critique I, I would not change a yeah. thing by the way i wanted to talk a little quick there was a scene that made me laugh a lot that's when he's a kid Oh, yeah. We didn't mention that. Yeah. Did we mention that? No, we didn't. Oh, we didn't. Okay. All right. Uh, And uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's like Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, yuck. Yeah. That yuck was my favorite (laughs) uh, (laughs) joke in the whole movie. I laughed a lot there. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I wouldn't change anything either. So, what would you guys give this out of 10? Seven and a half. Oh, my God. (laughs) That? What? Damn, Jasmine's a harsh critic, man. I liked the There Will Be Blood more. Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> That's uh, fair. Yeah. I Maybe I just don't like romance now. I don't know. <laughs> you like romantic comedies, but like shitty ones. I don't think I like, I haven't seen a romantic comedy in years. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll watch more dramas. My one exception, <laughs> probably Emily. It's probably still my one kind of like. Friend. Favorite movie. That's your favorite <laughs> movie. Yeah, but I don't think it's super heavy on the romance, though. That's okay. more of like a character study. Yeah. And I think maybe that's it's kind of sorta vaguely romantic. And you know maybe what? that's what I like. I'll put I'll I'll put something somewhere like movie similar to Emilio, Emilio whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and try to see if like what happens and see if they're on that place. Sounds good. Anyway. It was okay. Am I being too harsh? Now I feel bad. I, f- I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what'd you guys give it? A ten? I'd give this like an eleven if I could. Wow. Nice. I'd give it a nine point five. I'll give it a Seven point five. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. Yeah, I was gonna change it. Yeah, it was okay. I liked it. But yeah, you I mean you watched it twice? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> All right. Would you watch it again? Yeah. <laughs> it's an easy. It's easy to watch. <laughs> yeah. That's easy. I would watch the kissing booth too again. No, I'm just kidding. I can't. I can't watch that. That's a lot. You can't even watch it once. I didn't even watch it once. To be honest. <laughs> okay. I bet. So. Next time you guys ever are in a rough breakup, absolutely put this movie on. It's going to destroy you. But my God, in a it's good amazing. Way? I mean, oh, you feel is there a good type of destroyed? You know when you're sad and you yeah, feel, feel, feel more sad? sad? Yeah. Absolutely. And this will hit that, right that's going to do that perfectly. It's going to hit the spot. And, Great. Next time I, next time. <laughs> if, if I ever date. <laughs> Uh, After I watched this movie, I went over to my bedroom and I and told I, I told my girlfriend, hey, if we ever broke up again, would you want to erase all your memories of me? And she said, of course. <laughs> she told me no. But you would? 
No. Oh. I don't know. I don't I, know. I, don't I, don't know. This. I don't think so. So there's a, something. Dang it. There's something deeply flawed about this movie. Like you can erase your memories. I guess they send the notes where like, hey, never mention this yeah. thing. Would that really work? I don't know. No. Right. It, I mean, it doesn't work in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess the movie acknowledges it. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I would totally erase somebody though. I wouldn't. Like, that's the thing I took away from this movie is, you know, most relationships don't end up working out, but you still have those fun moments, like, yeah, they're Mm -hmm. important to you and they kind of shape who you are. Plus, even just on, like, a science level, it kind of feels like you, like, destroy yourself emotionally by, like, Kate Winslet is so fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, it doesn't seem worth it, man. Yeah. Anyways. Because she, like, feels older for no reason. Because, like, mm. she deleted basically mm. like, the past two years. Yeah. Uh, God, imagine feeling older. Ugh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> anyway. my, uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, yeah. That's it. That's our discussion. I don't know what, what we're going to watch next week. Sounds good. I'll be 21 next week. Gross. Let's uh, watch old. some... Let's watch The Hangover. <laughs> have you ever seen The Hangover? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have. Pretty sure? <laughs> Yeah. Follow me at Gen Z Cool. You can follow me at Andy underscore O three O. No. You can follow me. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> the you. movies. I'm just kidding. No. Thank can we you. make an Instagram or something? Nah. Uh, th- thank you for listening. Good night. I love you. Okay. <laughs> Change your heart Look around you Change your heart It will astound you I need your loving Like the sunshine And everybody's gotta learn sometime Everybody's gotta learn sometime Sometimes